Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is everyone? Welcome to the Nerd On Update, where we talk about the nerdy news that excites or interests us. Uh, and we also talk about uh, the questions that you ask us. And by talk about, I mean we answer them. We just talk about so, them. That's yeah, a good we question. We don't answer them ever. That's, That's a very cool question. question. Next question. Talk Let's about- talk about that one. <laughs> I wow. think I have cabin fever, y'all. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> but we don't introduce the guests because or we don't have one. Or, or, or the hosts. Um, oh, boy. We're starting we strong. <laughs> So strong. We're going right to keep now. all this in just for yeah. you because we love you. Uh, who has news? I'm going to start it off. Um, I'm going to start off. So everyone knows about the the, the famous, um, prestigious uh, nerd on show Mandalorian, where we discussed <laughs> Disney Plus's uh, launch title Disgust. show, uh, The Mandalorian. And uh, season two is on its way somehow during the shutdown because, you know, um, they just like to do it that way. Um, but season two, it has a lot of cool new things coming to it. And from coming from someone that was um, probably more critical than everyone else in the world, uh, it got it has me very excited. Um, mm-hmm. So um, characters such as Boba Fett mm. or um, as uh, friends and uh, Nerd on Nation members of the show call it Bobby Fett. Or um or know it as Bobby Fett. Um, we'll be uh, making Bobby an appearance. Yeah, we'll make an appearance in season two, and um, the actor who will portray Boba Fett will be none other than Tamora Mo- uh, Morrison. So, uh, the original Janko Fett uh, from the mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones, um, who you know obviously makes sense because that's where the um the the genetic material comes from. Um, for Boba Fett, but also if you remember, uh, we did Aquaman, so who plays Arthur Curry's father? Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool things that I I was really interested in was the directors. They they have some directors already lined up for uh, the new season, and um, one of my favorites, uh, Robert Rodriguez, will be helming an episode. I did not see that. Yeah, Mister. No. Very excited for that, Mister Indie Film Dude. I uh, realize Mr. people El- can't see my face, but I just went, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, Mister <laughs> El Mariachi. Spy Kids, Sin City, Battle Angel mm-hmm. Alita um, will be making it. And so to me, I'm like, that's the guy you want to make like a really cool, fun, action-y western That's the dude yeah. right there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I believe it was um, Peyton Reed who um, directed uh, Ant-Man will be uh, doing an episode as well. So um, it's really excited. I want more Deborah Chow, but she's probably yes. busy doing some Obi-Wan. Um, so that's even more exciting too. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, excited for that. For that. So I'll take more, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. And as a short note, uh, it is available on Disney plus they have, they're going through the behind the scenes of the first season and it's fascinating. Oh, highly recommend I'll it. have to check that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 wiggle. I feel like if Bryce Dallas Howard just adapts any type of famous Japanese or Chinese, uh, like Epic, then she should be the one cause she could do it yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Um, who's next? I'll go next. Um, I've got, go ahead. <laughs> I think you technically said it before me, so you go. He um, did. So everybody knows that I like to read. I like to read books. What? I know. Um, and Nerd. It's, I know. Uh, there's this thing that's happening during quarantine that I'm really, it warms my heart. And uh, celebrities are reading books to oh, yeah. audiences to to watch or for charity. Like some of them are for charity. Cool. Um, I mean, this week... Uh, the Wizarding World uh, announced that they're doing Harry Potter at home, and they had Daniel Radcliffe read the first chapter. I saw of, that. Uh, 
of the book. And then they're going to have like Eddie Redmayne, Dakota Fanning, David Beckham, a whole bunch of the David Beckham thing. I'm like, but why? <laughs> I'll accept it. It's fine, but David it's, Beckham. But it's David Beckham. Um, but I mean, you also had, I mean, Andy Circus doing what he called the Hobbitthon, where he read mm. The Hobbit. Um, for charity. It was like 10 hours or something like yeah, that, right? it was 12 hours. Uh, a couple of my friends watched it. Excuse me. And he did, um, I'm sure he, he of did. course, would do Gollum when Gollum yeah. came up. And uh, nice. when I Got checked, it. which was a couple of hours from this recording before it, uh, it had raised 291,000 pounds out of the 350,000 of its goal Whoa. on GoFundMe. So if you look it up, Whoa. Hobbitthon for charity, um, that's on GoFundMe. But you've also got like a couple of months ago when quarantine first started, you had Jennifer Garner and Amy Adams enlisting their friends to read children's books. And so, I mean, I, I just think it's a really cool uh, thing that's happening it's to cool. it's, I think it's, it could have the potential of reawakening uh, reading for some people. Um, yeah. It's kind of like the level of having an audiobook, of course, but I mean, it's, it's fun to see people that played these characters to read the the source the, material, that kind of thing. It's like a weird kind of satisfaction to have that voice actor that you know for that you know so well, like read the verbatim yeah. actual like book. Yeah. There's like a weird, it's really cool. I was like, it, that's I immediately thought of like, what if the entire Lord of the Rings cast returned to read the entire books of Lord of the Rings as their characters? Mm. Mm, Richard Armitage, baby, mind blown. <laughs> um, and then one more piece of advice that I mean, not advice, but news that I really want to put out there. My favorite author. Christopher Moore, uh, at the time that this releases, he will have a new book comes out on the 12th called Shakespeare for Squirrels. Um, if you like zany humor, uh, yes. it is definitely up there. He he has this character called Pocket, and he is a minstrel. And he is, what he'll do is he'll create kind of parodies of Shakespeare. Um, so there's a lot of really fun, interesting things that go on. Um, but uh I love his books. Uh, I would strongly suggest people check it out. Uh, yes. Shakespeare for Very Squirrels cool. by Christopher Moore. Anyway, thank you for I am this done. information. I am going to look that up as soon as we're done. Now, um, Cor- can, now, now, Ollie, I can go. Don't uh, call him, Corey. Oh, sorry, Freudian slip. Offense to me. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so Square, we love, know and love. Um, a couple of us are playing the latest and greatest Square game at the moment. Um. However, Square is good people, and for charity, they have a giant sale going on Steam right now. Everybody needs to check this out and get this if you if you care about these games. Ninety five percent off Whoa. of a of a Idis anthology. That's f- over fifty games that are on sale right now as a bundle for forty dollars. These are games like Rise of the Tomb Raider, Just Cause 3, Deuce X, Mankind Divided, Tomb Raider, like the older Tomb Raider games, the older Just Cause games, Cain and Abel, Dungeon Siege, Whoa. just to name a few. Lorikoff Go, but I think that's mobile anyways. But yeah, just to give you a sample of that, check it out on Steam. The whole list is there. Uh, get that while you can if, if you've been holding out. I just kind of want to get it for a couple things. I've been wanting to play Just Cause and the new Tomb Raider. And I'm, yeah, and I've always been interested price, in Just Cause, and I've never got to play it. That forty dollars price tag is worth it for just those two games. So, like, you get over, you get fifty four games in total. I think forty dollars. Yeah. I, I for don't thirty nine, thirty nine twenty four is the exact price on Steam. Oh well, then if it's not and, forty, then I don't want it. 
Wow. <laughs> apparently, okay, I don't, I'm not super fans. familiar with how bundles work on Steam, but apparently um, you won't pay for whatever's already in your library. Like, yeah. it'll actually, because each it. item, it Pro discounts rate? it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, there you go. If you're like, hey, what? I got three of these. I don't want to pay for them again. You won't be what? paying for them again. Are yeah, you they sure take a, they take a, that yeah. you don't already have a bunch of those games in your library and then the bundle is just discounted because you already have, like, half of them? Uh, it's possible, but the articles <laughs> that I've read did say 40. So if it's been reduced, oh, okay. it's been reduced okay. to 39, 24 well, from 40. If someone hadn't <laughs> okay. talked me into buying a fancy desk, Ollie, maybe I would have had enough money to buy that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean, I mean, the desk that cost $40 more than I told you. And yeah, that one. No, yeah, that one. I, I don't even have a PC, but I'm probably going to buy it. So when I do have it, I'll have 54 games to play. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Your, get your library going. <laughs> yeah. Then, then Some of no them excuse. might be able to be. Played on Mac, actually. Yeah, that's true. So I do have a couple are, of Mac games. They do do dual release a couple of these. So, so look into that. And that is an insane deal. Yeah, it's I'm seeing some crazy. of the older Tomb Raiders are. Um, yeah, check it out. Uh, uh, Diggity dang. So Mac is on Mac. Caitlin. Caitlin. And All right. Oh, I'm so mad you took it, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I have two pieces of news because the info bomb drop this week was just like insane for me. So the first one I'm going to talk about is the one that Tom is like grumpy that I took okay, it. Okay, so can, I'm going to real quick. Hold on. You're so going to snatch when, my news no, 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 before no, no. I say no, 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 it. No, 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 no. So when the news came out, I was like, "Shit, I got to go write this down." And I went onto our little um, workflow mm-hmm. where we write it down. And Caitlin already took it. And I was like, "She better." I was like, "I can't wait." I like, I ah, it, it, mm-hmm. ah, it's so good. So go ahead, go it's go, go, so go, go, go. good. We have a place to write these so, down. So <laughs> basically. We're getting a sequel to Inuyasha. Oh, Kukomai! We're getting Whoa. more Inuyasha. And it's as of today, thank you to the uh, Den of Geek. Um, they just released more information about it. So this is going to be called Yasha Hime Princess Half Demon. And the teaser image that came out, um, like you can kind of already see a little bit of like what's going on. Um, but these are actually all three female characters. Mm. Um, so it's going to be Inuyasha and Kagome's child, <gasps> obviously. Finally happened. And then the other two are Toa and Setsuna, who are Sashomaru's kids. <gasps> and they, yeah, everyone's question is like, who, who slept is, with Sashomaru? Who, is it Kagura? Who? Or Rin? No, or, it's a child. I know, but you, you know, she it's could demon. have grown demon up logic. and demons are alive for Our forever and ever. Years, so, yeah. you know, they're right. Uh, we'll see. Um, but anyway, um, so the I'm this news just dropped today. Um, the, the teaser image dropped in the past week. And then the news that I'm like telling you about right now just dropped today uh, is that they're like uh, Mahora. Mahora. I'm, I hope I'm saying that wrong. I'm probably saying it wrong. The daughter of Inuyasha and Kagome is going to travel with the um, these two uh, Sashimaru's daughters, and they're going to travel between worlds and learn about who they are and where they come from and everything. Everyone, so, everyone at home, very excited for that. Everyone at home, PSA, real quick. So Inuyasha, if you don't know what it is, it's isekai drama. If you don't know what that means, that means character goes to another world. So. Um. Uh. The, oof, that sadly, the only thing in American <laughs> thing I could think about is the Black Knight with Martin Lawrence. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, oh not, like not from the anime world. Yeah. yeah in, in Western There's context, tons of isekai. The last yeah. year has been isekai. And so, like, I mean, Digimon, right? So, char- people go right. into a digital world, right? So, the character is a schoolgirl goes into uh, this this era of Japan back in the day where like 
like most characters are demons and they're all like riffs on folklore and demon cult uh, in, in demon uh, legend. So it's super dope. It's super fun. Um, if you think about it, it's like, it feels like a shonen, but at its heart, it's a romance. And so it's, it's awesome. Uh, there's giant it's swords. It's a romance, baby. There's giant <laughs> swords. There's, there's the sword gets power ups and boosts and there's demon and there's brotherhood and there's, there's, there's forbidden love. It's, it's, it's an amazing Can't show. It's, all on Netflix at the time of this recording. And then if you watch the final act, which is a final arc, it's on the internet. And uh, it's so, so it, 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 good. this came out after Ron Mahaff because this was like the martial arts genre of Shonen was getting huge thanks to Dragon Ball Z. So when this came out, it was like such an interesting like audience pool because it did pull in um, boys and girls and not just like being just power fantasies. So it's like it's 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 a wonderful show. Just ah, ah. Bah, can't wait for the sequel. Oh, and then your other I, thing, Caitlin? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. And the other piece of news um, that was like too big for me to not bring up um, was uh, CAA, which is Creative Artists Agency, which is like one of the big, 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 big agencies. It's one of the big Just four. signed their first CGI virtual influencer named Michaela. So for those that are like, how can you sign a digital person? That has already existed in, in Japan, multiple though. forms. They have like that pop singer. Hatsune Miku. Yeah. That's her name. She's mm-hmm. they're called Vocaloids. Mm-hmm. And basically they have like there are anime waifu type characters. They're they're male versions as well. Um, but they basically have uh computer generated voices. Mm. Um so this is the US's first version of that essentially. It's like the opposite um, she, of the gorillas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and like she already has music videos out. She's got her own TikTok. She's got an Instagram. She has a bunch of followers. Uh, 550,000 followers on TikTok, 2.2 million followers on Instagram. Um, she's been around for a little while. She's like, she's super cute, but very obviously like CGI lady. This is getting close um, to Mega Man Battle Network. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's getting a little weird, but but also like, I don't know. Here, I, I'll show you all in the camera. Can see, okay, um, for sure. But like, it's it's a strange world to know that there are going to be more and more digitally created entertainers. Look, give me that drinkable cupcake out of a straw. I'm telling you, future <laughs> future is coming hard and fast. It's already here. It's been here. I mean, this is just like kind of the next step of that. So it's more of a. It's going to be interesting to see where entertainment goes with the rise of like digitally created influencers because they can be literally anything I, that the publisher, developer, whatever wants yeah, them to be. I, I saw a little bit of snippet from some of the actor friends I have on Instagram talking about it. They put it on their story and some of the controversial things are um, rights to likenesses. Because mm-hmm. um, right. now people can possibly do that with – I think one was particularly uh, – James Dean or Dean Martin mm. or one of those sexy suave ass dudes from back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah. And there's like a CGI model of it. And so it's where do we draw the line of like creating purely fictional people versus yeah. likenesses of what they it's, would actually look well, like. Well, it's been happening ever since holograms started with like Elvis on, uh, I think it was American Idol and uh, Tupac, Tupac. Tupac and then using, oh, yeah. you know, CG to recreate Peter Cushing or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Carrie Fisher's, Leia, um, you know, they used it all the way back to Gladiator, uh-huh. oh, yeah. um, the movie Gladiator, where the actor died and um, they had to uh, CGI his face for his ending scenes. Um, so it's 
I I'm not on board with all this. I think it's a mm-hmm. it's a really quick way to lose connection with real humans uh, over the perfectly polished CGI person, where we already have an era of beautiful people. People who already have enough pressure of like what body image should be and how you should act and how you should look. It's it's a it's a it's a weird line. I'm not I'm, totally on, I'm on board I'm, for it. I'm gonna be the completely the futurist and say this where it's like, yeah, I'm kind of in the same sense, but I will say in terms of artificial life, um, there is gonna be like a longer, deeper conversation of like what is the confines of what is mm-hmm. like consciousness and a soul. So like it would be just the, the fact that like this is in this statement and in this alone just feels a little bit more of like purely entertainment value, which to Corey's point, yeah, it's tough because how do you compete with something that can CGI re-render itself to like lose a blemish or add a blemish if you want to. Um, But then when it comes down, like let's say if these, you know, we end up having artificial intelligence implemented in them, then that's a whole new bag of worms. Even before the AI, you're also losing, you know, if if it gets to a point where directors are making CG films, they don't have to hire anybody anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they have to hire a lot of people, just not in the same traditional ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but I mean, because, there's like, the whole, the whole, the actors and actresses are out of jobs at that point. Oh, right. Well, the, so they still like, I've watched some of her music videos and stuff and like, there's definitely a body under that. So I mm-hmm. think motion capture and like, there will be performances that have to but, I mean, come for out. Now, they we're just won't about- be the... Well, even then, though, like, I think... Look how far we've come in just five, six years. I think True. you're Imagine talking about what's the, happen. the slippery slope. Yeah, that's what and, I'm talking about. And, not and, not oh, okay, as of okay, right okay. now. I'm talking about where it could lead. You're talking about having an artificial voice and body. You're, you know, in five, ten years, they're going to be able to... Do it without any do help whatever they from need. humans it's, at all. It's, yeah. it's celebrity catfishing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I think... I think it will come in a wave and then go as well. I think I people hope, will yeah. get mm-hmm. annoyed Usually. by being so perfectly catered to. I don't know. I mean, yeah. do you remember that movie Beowulf that had yeah. it yeah. had people went real bad yeah. and they, they CGI'd, CGI'd them exactly the way that they look and people were like, "Why? I hate Why?" It. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to say that it's this. a different time now. I also quote Jurassic Park, baby. People always fixate on what they can do, not if they should do it. And so it's I, to me, as much as there's going to be a camp for no, there's going to be another camp to say yes. And mm-hmm. I think there's going to be right. positives and all that. But I think it's just it's just technology. You always live on that cutting edge, but that edge does lead to oblivion or to paradise. So, <laughs> yeah, like, just take it what you will with that Prometheus Strange. fire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is definitely going to be part of a new normal. We're going to see way more of it in the coming years. Um, it's more of just a, it makes me wonder... Because, you know, there's always that nostalgia factor, too, where people want things from their past, but are is the market research going to be so good that they adapt it further and further so that, like, humans are completely uninvolved? Yeah. Or, you know, it, it's hard there, to say. I think I mean, there's definitely a line. Yeah, there's, it's a one thing to, to pay ratio. And it's funny that you brought yeah. up Jurassic Park, Tom, because that's a movie that killed an entire industry of stop motion almost. Wow. There you go. <laughs> you know, the future is hard and scary. Ju- justice, justice for Kubo. Two strings. They said, "Why don't we just try this CGI dinosaur?" And uh, they, I mean, the guy who was in charge of the claymation did get a get a job um, overseeing the CGI, but his his entire uh, you know career changed because of that movie, and they no longer did stop animation. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's a slippery slope. It's just it's you got to make sure we're keeping the checks and balances where it needs to be. 
yeah. yeah. as far as and, and people the, who the, consumer side of things. Yeah, that's kind of the hard part is that the the checks and balances are constantly shifting so that mm-hmm. you just throw out the old checks and balances and create new ones. So that's kind of when I, why I wanted to bring it up. It's like a, this it's is bizarre. a thing that's happening. No, I mean, it's, it's bizarre for sure, yeah. I, I, I think I'm way that's not also- on board, but that's, you know. <laughs> they, yeah. I mean, that's going to be, the, I, to me, my sad prediction is going to be like, that's where, you know, the market research comes involved where people are like, people like people with big pupils. And so they start doing things like that where they start hitting at your psychological um, nuances. And then those become the big millionaire um, celebrities. And then the actual talented humans that have blood in their systems, um, like are the ones who become the indie people who get brushed off because we just want to make money. And that's that's mm. what I always say, the slippery slope of like, there's a reason why art has to exist and it's not so you can make money. It's so you can actually tell the story. And right. so it's it's going to be an interesting time. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I could get into a whole thing about the <laughs> yeah. voiceover community and voice banks and being worried about protecting your own voice because you could sell it to a company for a large sum of money and mm-hmm. not be able to support yourself the rest of your life. But join our Discord the- <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, join our Discord. Yeah, right. We can talk about it. <laughs> um, but the last part of our show where we answer questions from you, the people. If you would like to um, submit your questions, you there are a number of ways to do it, including our internet email address, uh, <laughs> questions at nerdon.tv, <laughs> and a new thing, uh, nerdon.io backslash questions is a nice, Ooh. easy form that you can fill out, uh, submit your questions that way. You can do it through our um, Discord. Our Discord has places for that. If you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get what we call a Nerdon nudge to the front of the line to have your question huh? answered. I just laughed because you said is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I thought it was a technical fail. <laughs> anyway, you can ask questions. Any question like Jackie asks, how chocolatey do you like your chocolate milk to be? Ooh. Okay, hold on real quick. I'll answer I le- last. I learned As the some- resident connoisseur. I learned something <laughs> recently. So my like roommate, self-titled. my roommate Rashid, shout out, mm-hmm. um, he loves to bake. He loves to cook a lot of things. He uses chocolate, but he uses pure chocolate. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I Cocoa. I was like, hey, let me try something. He's like, don't. And I was like, why? He's like, it's bitter. And I was like, Baby what do you mean? Chocolate. And then he's like, because there's no sugar. And I was like, nah, nah man, you crazy. You're that crazy. kid from the video. So, like, yeah. <laughs> and so, you're that kid. I don't know what video you're talking about, so I am. There's a mom where he's like, he's, she's been asking for six hours to try this chocolate. I told him it's not good, so she gives him a spoon and lets him eat it. And it's the powder, and he immediately goes, <laughs> and this whole like cloud <laughs> of chocolate comes out, and he like, starts like, crying. <laughs> and so I took a piece off, and it's like a chocolate bar. So yeah. I took a yeah, piece yeah, off, yeah. and I bit it. And I really loved the taste because ah. I realized sweets don't go far for me um, in sugar yeah, that's because true. Um, and chocolate and like things are so sugary chocolate. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. God, and no. You love high percentage uh, dark chocolate. Probably. Yeah, I do. And so like, I like the taste of dark chocolate. chocolate. And that's oh. why like, I really like white chocolate and spices go well because it's a whole different It's very thing. spice. You say white chocolate? No, chocolate and spice. Oh. I think you said I really like white, white chocolate. chocolate. I think that's oh, the too. sweetest I one. You. Why? <laughs> Why chocolate? Oh. It's, also, it's also not chocolate. Got you now. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, that's just the fat. Um, so, um, well, I mean, like, you know, hot ones, they have like the chocolate X or the chocolate habanero or ghost mm-hmm. pepper. Um, but anyway, so answer the question. Um, uh, as, you know, to the point where you get the chocolate flavor, but it's not overwhelming the, the Just milk. before it's a solid. 
<laughs> a little bit, a little not bit. syrup. No. <laughs> Honestly, I'm the kind of guy that like, like syrup. That's the word. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that waters down his orange juice or apple juice because it's too much sugar. Okay, yeah. like I'm that kind of guy. Because I, and yeah, I, I never some juices except cranberry juice. I would. Yeah, cranberry juice is great. Like, oh, and there's that a bittersweet. I think of the the little Welsh's girl. They're like makes your lips smack. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So chocolate milk, you like it just to get the flavor, but not overpower. Yeah, almost actually very light, if okay. anything. Who's next? Um, I do. Um, I'm so curious about all this. This is a great question, by the way. I do. My go-to is Ovaltine malt. Yes. And I will take uh, that to the grave. Ovaltine I swear great. by it. Um, which, wait, which color is the malt? Is it the I yellow? It's the, yeah, it's orange? the orange. 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 Usually yeah. packaged. Um, and I love it's that. It's so good. <laughs> but it's not overly sweet. And you get your vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I go a little extra because it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy fucks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I can't. That's what's up. You, you never heard someone OD on Ovaltine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, never. Josh, wow. Well. Sorry. Um, I just this I'm guy a... fucks to Ovaltine. Yeah. Sorry, he does. Just, he I'm a little caught up. up on it. Josh, um, please. <laughs> I would say that I I don't want it to be too sweet, but I yeah. Like, I want it to be, like, I've gotten really into dark chocolate recently. Like, mm-hmm. Trader Joe's has this dark chocolate with almonds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That shit is so good. Um, dark chocolate almonds are great. Um, I probably, I'd probably want it to almost taste more so like dark chocolate. So probably pretty mm-hmm. high on the cocoa level, the cacao level. Yeah. Go with, um, with uh, chocolate-covered espresso beans. Yeah. Ooh. Oh I my! If you like the bitter, yeah. I, I I I always yeah, get that really for good. a crafty for a film because that was mm-hmm. just something that my producers always did. Like get that from Trader Joe's. The actors awake. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh it. yeah. Jack yeah. Please have more. The most uh, the most delicious and natural caffeine pill you can take. Yeah, Caitlin. All right. I feel very strongly about chocolate. I literally took a class in college about chocolate. Sounds like I, a deal. Time. <laughs> it sounds like a great semester. Oh, it was like the best. I'm glad Tasting it works out on your degree for for, for class. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so for me, I like hot drinks. So chocolate milk is hot chocolate for me, mm-hmm. pretty much every time. And I will use the like um, the Dutch chocolate, the like red oh, chocolate. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'll put in honey mm-hmm. to like be able to control how sweet it is because I don't like. I'm a big fan. I was usually, before, I was a milk chocolate person all the way. But now, dark chocolate is my, my jam. So I just put like a little bit of honey, a bunch of uh, cocoa powder. It is pretty, there's a lot. So there. how chocolate I'll say, is it? Pretty, pretty fucking chocolatey. Okay. Like, let's just say there's chocolate. It's let's liquid chocolate. There chocolate. will be chocolate. Liquid chocolate. <laughs> like, you know, Would you like some a milk nice with mahogany. Chocolate? Yes. There <laughs> you cannot be convinced there's a second ingredient in the cup. Okay. Yeah. And um, Corey? So Ovaltine all day, orange container. Uh, mm. All other powdered mm. chocolate milks can suck a big one because <laughs> wow. they're just mainly sugar. And they don't have the, the whatever the piece de resistance that, that the my, malted Ovaltine has. It's something with the flavor. It smooths it, it out or something. There's something special. The way yeah. it dissolves, it dissolves all the way. You don't get those fucking no sand dunes of chocolate in it. <laughs> oh, my God. But sand I am dunes. also not against... Uh, <laughs> Strauss Farms chocolate in a glass bottle oh, is is an amazing right. oh. amazing uh, 
chocolate milk. They also are the first company, a milk company to go zero waste. So it's a great mm, way to nice. put back into that. Um, my newest jam though, because I've been drinking Ovaltine since I was, since I, before I can remember, four or five, my, my grandma's been making me that. So mm-hmm. I have been stocked since I was five years old with Ovaltine in the house, no matter what. Um, even in the, the, I got some right now during the quarantine, there's got to be chocolate milk. Yep. Um, my newest jam though, as of last week is adult chocolate milk with screwball mm. peanut mm. butter whiskey. <gasps> and Whoa. so you get, it's basically like a Reese's alcoholic like a- Reese's in a, in a, I use glass jars for mine. Cause I, f- I frost the jar first, you get a little wet, you leave it in the freezer and then you, you really quickly, you take your chocolate, your milk, your Ovaltine put it in ice and I put it in a shaker, which is just a mason jar with a bunch of ice and I shake it with the whiskey and then I get a big ice cube and put that in the frosted glass and pour that right over. And that's, you're the devil. <laughs> I just that felt, is my jam. I felt my heartbeat pick up pace, my body heated up and I'm sweating a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm like excited talking about it because it's a very new thing to me as of can like we, three or four uh, days ago. Can you please make me something? When we get can all we back together a, again, I will make us adult chocolate milk. Because you can't make Ollie go. any. I can't? I no. Oh. It's just because he never makes you the. It's, it's the just. Stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give you an empty cup and yeah. you can sip it. It's, it's vengeance. As if you had some. No. No. <laughs> I, I, I have to share this with people because it's, it's first of all, everyone who knows me knows that Reese's is my jam, uh, mostly yes. because it's peanut butter. But I am a dark chocolate fan over anything. So if you give me dark chocolate Reese's, game over. Yes. Uh, dark chocolate Reese's. So being able to do a peanut butter chocolate milk. Ice cold, by the way, has to be ice cold. And it's Does just, Reese's sell milk, and why not yet? They sell it peanut butter. Yeah, they need to get. It's, it's like an ego not making syrup thing. Guys, get on it. I yeah. like my chocolate, like I like my people. Control your market. <laughs> healthy, um, but as, as for a regular <laughs> glass of chocolate milk, In I like it. I like it a little on the stronger side. Mm. Okay. okay, that's okay. fair. That's next. Fair. Uh, next question comes from Wonka the Wizard, going by what username. Up, Wonka? If you've played Shout the out. Sims games, <laughs> what is the most dis- disposable, terrible, despicable? It says disposable, but probably despicable, terrible, evilish thing that you've ever done while playing. For instance, I had a friend of mine create a people zoo where he kept <laughs> Sims in glass rooms like animals at a zoo until they died of starvation. Well, did he have, have animals you, walking around like, looking at the people? <laughs> have you seen uh, the remake of Halloween? That is exactly <laughs> the origin story of Michael Myers. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I've who who's played Sims? Did I have played Sims? Sims. So I have a lot, a lot. I, I played Sims I played City, and Sims. I would like purposely like hit a city with like an alien invasion. But I've never played Sims, so uh, I played Sims a lot, and then. Roller Coaster Tycoon was my like step up from that. I was gonna say day. I have an answer for Roller Coaster Tycoon, but not Sims. <laughs> um, oh, well, let's, let's, Sims, let's use the Roller Coaster Tycoon for Ollie then. Okay, for me, for yeah. Sims is what I would do. I, here's the thing: when I played Sims, mostly I was a lot younger, so I didn't do a lot of the sadistic things that I would like mess around with now and then be like, I'm not gonna save that, and then you know undo it. But the thing I did do uh, is I would build a pool and then take the ladder out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Till they I died. I think we've all done. Oh, oh I didn't know. Die. No. Till they died. I didn't do when that. When I didn't want a character. Right, like no. when they'd have a baby or whatever and it would grow up and I didn't like him. I was like, I don't want to deal with this guy. <laughs> Why don't you go for a swim? Oh my God. Weather's great. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I just didn't want to do it. People cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like people smacking it's, it's, villagers in Animal Crossing until they leave. Oh my God. Get, but yeah, gosh, you got to like fence them in first. nicest thing to be like. So Ollie, yours? Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon, uh, 
as you know, there's like, or may, may not know, you have to build paths and stuff too, for your people to like get to rides. And like, sometimes you take your paths like through a cliff, like th- through the side of a mountain. Sometimes you do it over some lake sometimes. <laughs> so yes. I would have this thing of like, and it would be legitimate. Cause same with court, like I wouldn't go out and try to like torture, like my, my virtual, you know, people or whatever, but it would be not completely sadistic. like, God, I got to rebuild this path. Cause it's got to go around here now. Cause I got to put a new roller coaster. So I got to delete this path. There's people walking. Oh, well, and I would just delete the path. And then for whatever reason, roller coaster tycoon doesn't like, or like the version that I was playing doesn't like just delete the people. They just like fall yeah, <laughs> like where they were. Here's a fun one like, to do. They're like walking um, and they just stop and then fall straight down. When you do the oh, bobsled no. one. So a ride won't start if the track's not completed. But what you can do is you can get people on the ride and then pause time and mm-hmm. remove a piece of the ride. Of the track. And so you would have them Seems coming down <laughs> to this like thing that would maybe go back down. And you just take a piece of the ride out and they just launch. And you see how far you can get these people to fly on the bobsled. No. And the game is so like, what the f- it's it's extra funny because the game is just so like systems, like business oriented. It's like your game, your, your ride crashed, fix it. Like who cares? You killed 50 people. Yeah. Just fix your ride. <laughs> the later yeah. games would make it so like people would be a scared. A scared. <laughs> people a scared. would be afraid of your park and stuff like that. But the original game was, was pretty forgiving with that, what you could do. That, that's actually what the developer of uh, Sims said. He was like, you have to really start thinking of what how people are going to start playing with the game versus the game you're actually making. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. Caitlin yeah, or Josh? Was he saying there's two, there's two computers? There's the one yeah. that people are playing on and then their or, brain. Their brain. And you have to play and both. And the brain games. is oh. the one you really want to focus on. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, Josh. Uh, my my, I I haven't played Sims, so like Sim City, like three thousand. I I would purposefully hit like natural disasters or Jeez. alien invasions or mm-hmm. something like that. Like that's zombie apocalypse. That's, yeah, that's about as. I I never got in. Oh my god! I never. I've literally never played Sims. Like not okay. even a second of it. A little see the alien invasions because I liked watching it happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sim City uh, three thousand. Uh. I played a ton, a ton of Sims. How much? Um, but uh, uh, metric or a little ton. imperial pound. A lot. <laughs> um, but I, I just wanted to see them happy, so I didn't, I didn't. The like I took away a ladder, but then if they started to like get too close to dying, I'd feel really bad and put it back. And then <laughs> there was like the only time I can remember that I did something that I, I think it ended in a way that I didn't want was uh, social services. Like, I think I had a family that I wasn't using the Rosebud cheat to, like, get the money. And uh, I had to have them go to work, and they couldn't have a babysitter or something, but they had a baby. So a social worker was coming to take the baby away. Wow. So I put the baby in a doorless room and just watched the social worker walk around it because they couldn't get to the baby. And I was trying to wait (laughs) for the social worker to go away. But the baby died. But the baby died. (laughs) Oh no! It was, it was really upsetting. Way to go! <laughs> like, uh, I didn't mean to, and I felt really bad afterwards. <laughs> oh my um, god! Oh jeez! I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> That's a logical like, next decision. Psychologically scar them forever. It's okay. <laughs> I I I had friends that were like, "Haha, they die if you put them in a room with no doors." And I was like, "Maybe it'll save my baby. I just want the baby to be fine." And then they died. Um, so kill your darlings. <laughs> well, your I didn't want to. <laughs> um, for me, uh, I've I, same same way. I've played Sims, but actually very little. Um, to the point where like I was a kid, and so I just played the game. I never did crazy evil shit. But I will say, in Civilization, <laughs> um, I have definitely nuked my own people. 
<laughs> I've definitely used a nuclear bomb, destroyed oh. my whole city because people were invading. I was like, I don't want to move all my units back. I'm just going to nuke my whole city <laughs> and then take I you out. I will never vote for you if you go for a position. <laughs> like, like the equivalent of not politics. wanting to eat the rest of a burrito. Yo, no. <laughs> like, like, um... Manderson um, from the Cape Crusaders was watching me play Civilization. He was like, Tom, yeah. I think you're a really nice guy, but man, you are fucking like Dr. Doom evil. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. thank you. I appreciate that. Like, you know, oh, so, 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 I'm like, thank hey, man. I, it, but this was a game. I wouldn't do that with the real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Next sure, question. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Last question sure. comes from Nando. Nando reached out to us on our email. Shout they out. They say, my name is Nando and y'all are awesome. My question oh, is thank this. You, Nando. In yeah. RPGs or any create-your-own-build characters, for example, Dark Souls, what class slash build do you primarily select? Mine, in the Souls series, I always go mage. Mage build. Mage. 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 Mage Al Ghul? Yeah, mage. I guess it's happened to Souls. Man, but I, but um, if we're just talking any it? RPG, really, it doesn't have to be Souls, because yeah. I haven't played Souls or anything Th- like that. That was just the example. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I would say. I mean, it depends. It really depends. So, like, it depends on like the mechanics of the game. Like, if you're talking about World of Warcraft, I usually go melee just because oh. I have a lot more fun. So, Death Knight's my favorite class ever in World of Warcraft. And then the other other side of things in World of Warcraft is I love being a healer. Mm-hmm. So I'll usually do druid healing mm-hmm. in uh, World of Warcraft. But in other types, like if you're talking about tabletop games, I usually go with a caster of some sort with uh, with an affinity for. Uh, either nature or a specific element. I don't like to mix elements. I don't know why. I feel like if I'm going to be a mage, I'm going to be like a... Maybe like because of World of Warcraft, when you're a mage, you pick either arcane, ice, or fire. So I'm mm. like, I would just specialize in something. Specialize I would like... If yeah. I was a mage in real life, I'd be like, but let me pick... Um, I guess I'll be a lightning mage. That's what I'm going to focus on. Mm. So, yeah, I like I like being casters of some sort. Um, Thanks. Druids a lot. I really enjoy making friends with animals. Um, I typically go for like a paladin type, I think, um, or I would go. I, I haven't been done doing it lately. I usually go for like a warrior, like a two-handed weapon warrior kind mm-hmm. of person. Um, I've been doing a lot more healing recently, but I think I would I would mostly enjoy like a paladin, kind of like a, a cross between the both. You know? Yeah. If yeah, I like a cross. But like if Gandalf had the powers of Radagast, that's yeah, exactly. And like a shield. <laughs> that's who I'd be. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's who I would be. For me, it's so it's it's, it's kind of funny because um, um, has anyone played the UFC games? Ultimate the UFC? No, no, yeah, the no, UFC no. games. UFC, so, yeah, the UFC games. So you, they're no. you know like sport games. The the big appeal is that you can create characters that look like you and you can make the stats and stuff like that. And so I was playing it off my friend's Xbox, my roommate at the time, and I made a character and I made him look like me and stuff Just like that. Like you. But then they're like, here are all your attribution points, right? And then it's like, what do you want to put it in? Then I was like. No grappling, no kicking, just punches. Oh. And all he did was punch people three times, and he won. He became grand champion. <laughs> and oh. I, I really fell in love with that One idea. One punch man. Yeah. Or and three I, punch man. I, I fell in love with that well, idea because— Are you familiar with the community of Kick Puncher? His punches kick. have the powers of kicks? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> kick Puncher. Um, but I, I really fell in love with that idea of, like, I, I really just like being this, like, overwhelmingly powerful dude. And that's appealing to dominant strategy— um, because whatever beats the game is pretty much the dominant strategy. But like, I, I really do actually like playing as like someone who's able to go in, do a lot of damage, take a lot of hits, and then peace out, and then go for the Tank. heals and comes back. It's heal, it's healing. It's, yeah, it's tanking. Um, but I do like being a DPS too. So 
Like it's it's very interesting because like in in into a Dark Souls or a Soulsborne game, I played Bloodborne, and there's not really much of like a build you do, but there's type of weapons you play as. And I was a big like um I forget it's the cleaver, so it can open back open up, and then you can do like really powerful charge attacks, or you can close, and they can do a lot of quick fast attacks. So like I like doing yeah. going in, doing a lot of damage, getting out, and getting heals, mm-hmm. and going back in, and like playing exactly. that kind of sweaty play. So it's it's that's, that's cool. Sweaty destiny yet. Yeah. That reminds yeah. me of a Destiny build that I have going right now where my guy can lunge forward with a giant shoulder charge. Caitlin oh saw this God. the other night. Yeah, I saw and that yesterday. It, it was crazy. Like, explodes the enemies, but the perk is that if you get a kill, you get that ability immediately back, and mm. it heals you. Yeah. <laughs> so you can be like on the front lines, just eviscerating like fools, and you're fine. You're healthy. Yeah. It's not so much glass cannon because glass cannon is like super powerful, but if you take a hit, you're dead. But yeah. like, yeah. you know, you, you're able to take one hit. You know, you're like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Kaylin um, Josh, especially if we got some buffs. Um, this is much related to we did the D and D last week. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's pretty much the same. Fighter. I, I like fighter. Um, I tend not to whoever Superman. I I tend not to be drawn to caster type characters. I'm kind of like okay, they can be another. That's why we get along so well, Josh. Yeah. Um, you do. Yeah. I like to do the damage. Aces uh, in their places. I like to take the damage. Uh, I tend to, if I can, I want to have one of those guys that can like dual wield like massive swords or big ass yes. axes or something you like that. Inuyasha, bro. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, I think the caster thing comes from a place of loving to be support. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I appreciate, I like my friends who rush in and like Tom, Tom and I have been playing a little bit and he's like, is this barbarian? Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> and he just runs in there, and then from the back, I can be like, pew, 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 pew. Well, I mean, also... And th- now I have some healing spells, Tom, so yeah, I'm ready to go! I mean, and also, shout, out night, shout out to Boom Knight, by the way. No, no, D&D. no, no, no. A D&D oh, okay. with some friends oh, from yeah, yeah. back up north. Uh, Ali knows this. Uh, like, the, the nice thing about being able to take a hit is that when your rest of your teammates are alive, you're staying alive so they, they can respawn. Like yeah, that's yeah. A, to me, Stay that's such an yeah. important thing. It's like be the last last person up, so, so like, that all of you don't have to go to the beginning of the level. And I like I like having the job of making sure you're the last person yeah. up. That's I love like, like, just hide behind actually, the rock. Ten more seconds I've, until I respond. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft lately on my off time, and I just created a new druid healer because I unlocked one of the allied classes, and I'm just like forgot how much I loved healing in that game, and it's just like yeah. it's been a blast. I'm like excited it's, again about a game I've been playing for you know. That's Ten plus fun. years. Twelve years. Play the same. Nice. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Kaylin. Um. So for me, it's like a sorcerer type caster, something that's far away. Um, range. So that I can, yeah, anything ranged. Even when I was doing LARPing, like out on the field in in IRLs, like I always prefer to be able to see everything that's happening in front of me mm-hmm. to know what I need to address. I feel like you would, time. and I mean this as a compliment because I never thought I was cool enough to pull this class off, but I think you would make a really cool necromancer. I feel like, like hey. or like a demonologist, <laughs> yeah. like you could summon demons and Definitely. stuff. And I, like, I, I feel like you, I'm actually playing countress. a shadow sorceress right now <laughs> in a DD yeah, okay. game. See? There Perfect. you go. I Perfect. feel like on Overwatch, you, you would play as Moira in that sense, where it's like I can damage uh, and I could heal from afar. <laughs> I'm yeah. usually Mercy, actually, but mm. uh, Moira, uh, <laughs> I call Mercy's, her Mom. But, Moira's a little different. Um, Mercy's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I like both. Moira just takes a little bit more finesse to figure out how to do things. But I do. Yeah. I that's the kind of thing that I enjoy. I remember when Mercy. I'm with you on Mercy though. I remember when sure. Mercy was yeah. like almost oh, yeah. a DPS for a quick second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, right? being able to switch. <laughs> I mean, new, here's the, the thing. New ult. 
I haven't played in a long time, but back when I was playing Overwatch, being able to switch between power boost and healing was like the ultimate support. It's and so I was just good. so heavenly. And, it's but, so good. But I really do. I think you could play a really cool necromancer. Like I think you could get into that character really well. And oh, kill it. I know I could. I would love to see that. I would love to play, I would love to play a campaign with you as a necromancer. Yes. I think that'd be fun. Awesome. I'm done. That was the nerd on update. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. Um, and thank you for everybody that sent us your questions. Again, send over your questions. And uh, there are so many ways. The fun way is Discord. Come on over to Discord. Uh, there's a channel in there that you can submit questions. If you are a member of the Nerd on Nation, there's a channel in there just for you to submit questions. Um, but we love we love answering these questions, no matter how kooky or serious they are. Don't speak for me. Corey loves to do this. I it, absolutely love it. It gets Corey hard. <laughs> Gives uh, me a nerd on. Yeah. Uh, rock hard. Raging. Venus. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> moist. A moist one. Uh, okay, Josh. I need to move forward. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We really I'm appreciate you. This game. Uh, if you are new to Nerd On, do check out our website, nerdon.tv. Please stop by, rate and review us wherever you listen. Uh, those kinds of things do help. Um, but yeah, that is it. You know the drill. As always, Nerd, nerd On! on.